everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the Cruising for a Bruising podcast. My name is Nick Parsons, and joining me as always is my co-host, Jeffrey Gardner. What's up? What's up, dude? How are you doing? Pretty good. Uh, getting excited for SummerSlam. Yeah, I'm super excited for SummerSlam. I think it's going to be a pretty interesting card, to say the least, this year. Yeah, it's probably like six or seven hours long also. But <laughs> I know. It's going to be so long. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I yeah, think I'm still so excited. Good stuff. Yeah, it's, sure. our, it's like our midway point into the next... Uh, we're getting into Mania season eventually. We're like halfway there. Yeah, exactly. I think it, uh, there's like some pretty big matches that I'm pretty yeah, excited there's some about. Yeah, so. there's going to be some pretty good matches. There's a couple real big stinkers, which we'll get to. Which <laughs> yeah. I don't know if anyone could tell, but today's topic we are going to do our SummerSlam predictions so yeah we're gonna we got every match lined up in the order that we'd like to talk about them and we're gonna sit here for the next hour or so and we're gonna give our predictions and kind of our thoughts about what's gonna happen on each match um if you haven't yet go check out our episode last week that was about our top five favorite current wrestlers and just to kind of an introduction of the series as a podcast in general and hopefully we can be pumping these out either every week or every other week and we can get some subscribers out there definitely all right so jump right into it yeah i'm gonna go ahead and let's hop right into it all right so match number one that we are going to talk about is the SmackDown women's match for the SmackDown women's title between Natalia and Naomi. Jeffrey, who do you have and why? Um, I, first of all, if this match doesn't involve Carmella at all, this is going to be the stinker of the year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this match is going to be stinker of the night. Like, this yeah. is probably my two least favorite women on the SmackDown roster. Like, I would rather see Lana wrestle than yeah. either one of these two. <laughs> yeah, I honestly would, too. <laughs> like, I just think it's going to be so boring. I don't think... this. Both of their wrestling personalities, I'm just not the biggest fan of in the world. I'm not feeling the glow. Like, no, I'm just not, not into it. I just, I really hope it does end with Carmella coming out and getting the, the championship like yeah. cashing in money in the bank. I just feel like she'd be such a good heel champion. And I, agree. I feel like yeah. now would be the now would be the best time to whip out and give her the title, I think personally. Yeah, I think like we were just talking about with her not even being on the card, it almost seems too obvious, but I really want more than anything to see her cash in and win the title. Um right. But if I had to pick one between the two, if Carmella doesn't come out, I would say maybe Natalia, just because she hasn't been the champion since it became the women's championship. Yeah, and not I the uh, see, not could, the divas I could agree championship. With that. But um, yeah, I guess I guess my whole thing is I just find Natalia or Naomi like super boring. She's such a plain, yeah, normal nothing special about her super like try to connect with the kids women's champion like i don't think there's anything that really makes her stand out and i mean she's held the title for a little bit now like she's held it since mania yeah it's been it's been a few months now and it's 
it hasn't really gotten more interesting at all to me while it's gone on. Like, right. Oh wait, didn't she? She won it right before Mania, right? Because she went into Orlando as the champion. What she she won it at Elimination Chamber, but then she got hurt, so she had to win it back at Mania. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because, that's right. because she had now. she had to relinquish the title, so Alexa Bliss, um, won won like I guess the interim championship or something. Right, and then she went over and was, and then she got better, and then won it back at Mania. Right, because it was her yeah. hometown and everything. So, yeah, and I like you know I like that they gave her the hometown pop and everything, but I just wish they would have just been like, okay, you got your hometown pop next night on SmackDown or two nights later on SmackDown, just rip it away from her like they did with Zack Ryder. Yeah, because I I really just do not care at all about Naomi as champion and I don't know. She she can do some somewhat interesting things in the ring, but I think she's actually gotten more boring in the ring to me. As, yeah, I just don't see like anything special about her matches, honestly. Like I just feel like she's very like, you know, the feel the glow thing is the most cringy thing in the world to me. <laughs> but like like this honestly might as well be the women's like the stipulation for this match might as well be a cringe match because you know we're gonna hear let's feel the glow and we're gonna hear <laughs> I'm the best there is the best there was and the best there ever will be we're gonna hear that more than probably <laughs> like it's gonna be so obnoxious not yeah. looking forward to that battle of the cringe yeah exactly and I my ideal what I think probably will happen is that Carmella's going to come in and win it in a really backhanded way where she doesn't actually even have to do anything. Yeah. Like, like, you know, Naomi will have just hit a big move on Natalia or the other way around. And Carmella's literally just going to throw them through the ropes and pin the other one or something like that. Yeah. I I feel like it's either going to be that or she's going to come out and like someone's going to hit like the pinfall it's gonna be, like I feel like they're gonna try and make it like this really big epic almost match, and then they're mm-hmm. gonna hit the pinfall, and then I feel like her music's gonna hit as soon as someone else wins the title, like say Naomi retains, and then mm-hmm. out trots uh, Carmella, and she like, I don't know, I don't want to say like I don't think they'll use a weapon, obviously, because obviously with the women they're not super big on weapons, right? But I could see her like once Natalia or like. I feel like Natalia puts Naomi in like a sharpshooter and then somehow Naomi like flips her out and gets like a really quick pin. Um, yeah. But is like still really hurt. And then Carmella comes out and like wrecks her and wins the title. Yeah. I could see something like that happening. I just, yeah. as long if Carmella walks out the champion, I'll be, I'll be happy with this. Match. Yeah. Same. I'll be pretty content with her being, um, her being champion. I just like, I feel like it's going to be the one redeeming quality of this match if they do that. Yeah, for sure. All right. All right. So now let's go ahead and head on to our second match that we were going to talk about, and that's uh, Randy Orton versus Rusev. And I don't know. Who do you have, first of all? Um, as much as I would like to see Rusev win this match, I don't know if he's going to. Like, I kind of feel like WWE has a hard time uh, having people beat someone like Randy Orton. It's the same thing with, like, that's to a lesser degree, but the same thing that's with John Cena. Yeah. It's like, 
not that many people beat him clean. And Rusev, like, even though he's always been a heel, he doesn't really fight dirty. So, I don't. Right. I don't yeah, know. No, he. I'd yeah, like to see I mean, Rusev as much, win. As much as I would want Rusev to win it, just because I think he's very underrated. I feel like he's super good. I feel like he'd be this monster of a, like... I mean, like, what they did when they first brought him up. Yeah. I thought, I think, if they could get him back to, like, that unstoppable force kind of thing. Like, so he would... I feel like he would really do well with a win over Orton here. But just knowing them, I know that he's probably going to hit an RKO out of nowhere. I feel like this match was just kind of like... We need Orton on a pay-per-view because that's going to sell tickets because there, yeah. like, there's not really any reason for him. And, like, this match could have been taken by, like, a fashion police segment, honestly. Yeah, it's it's just, like, it seems like with how many times they had Randy loose to gender um, that, like, it got him super over, but... They uh, never really had him win the big match when it mattered. So I guess they're just having him, like you said, just let's get Randy Orton on the pay-per-view somewhere so we can have that uh, big match feel. Yeah, and I just feel like it's going to be a super... I don't really... Like, I know Rusev's a good worker, and he can, he has really good... Like, don't get me wrong, Orton's a pretty good worker too, but I just, like, don't feel like... Like, there's going to be no payoff for this match. They're just... It's just a match to... Like, it's gonna if it's in if it's not early in the card it's gonna be the like the potty break match honestly yeah i mean this this definitely ha- needs to be one of those uh like second and a third match type of matches because if this is something that you kick off the show with then it's gonna be a real snoozer oh yeah um, like as soon and, as you walk into and it same thing if it's too late right it's got to be like so. somewhere in the first hour because yeah. the first, it's gonna get so boring if it's if it's the opening match, it's gonna kill the crowd at the very beginning. Right. Um, it's just it's something that kind of screams like, make Rusev look decent, and then RKO out of nowhere. That's it. Yeah, and I hope it's. On, I mean, I hope it's on the like, pre-show. Never talked honestly. about again. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like it's gonna be one of those one-off feuds that. Uh, they, they probably isn't going to really contribute to anything down the line. It's just going to bury Rusev. Yeah, it's not going to really go anywhere. It's going to be for SummerSlam only. All right, so moving on. Uh, next up, we've got John Cena and Baron Corbin. Who do you got? So for this match, I feel like because he's Mr. And Money in the Bank, I think that Cena's going to win. Or, I mean, because Baron Corbin is Mr. Money in the Bank, I think Cena's going to beat him. Um that's just kind of like a trend I've noticed with Mr. Money in the Banks. They just lose a lot until finally they cash in, which I hopefully doesn't happen later in the night. If I have to pick between the two, obviously I want Carmella to cash in, and I feel like if they do more than one cash in, it's going to be super oversaturated with cash ins. Yeah, I agree. Um, both, like either of them, I could see cashing in at SummerSlam, but I would much rather see. Carmella and I think Carmella cashing in makes more sense consider right. considering that Baron Corbin has a match against freaking John Cena. Um so I I think this is going to end in like a like a similar way to the Baron Corbin Shinsuke match where Baron just went for a low blow. Like I think he's just going to keep doing that kind of stuff until he cashes in. 
he's just gonna like take a loss like dq or something like that i th- I think he either gets like a really dirty win or dqs himself yeah i could see that too i mean i think i don't know i feel like it's gonna be john cena just because it's cena and yeah. i just feel like he's just gonna beat him i could see a dq finish as well but i just think i just feel like a DQ finish on John Cena would get him a lot of heat, so I do think that's a really smart idea. But it's big, it's big match John, so I feel like he's just gonna like wreck him, and then that'll set up for a possible cash in. I feel like no matter what, even if he doesn't cash in, they're gonna tease it. Right, and um, like his music is gonna hit as soon as whoever wins the match wins the WWE title match. Like he's gonna tease. Regardless if he cashes in or not, he's going to tease that he is going to eventually cash in, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, Because, like, he's already kind of teased it once or twice. And so I I just think um, that, like you said, it's really up in the air because Cena just defies logical booking sometimes, I guess. Because it's, it's, you know, anything like with Baron Corbin building up his heel character and building up his Money in the Bank character could mean him getting himself DQ'd or winning dirty. Or it could just mean Cena beats him clean for no real reason. <laughs> because Cena's about to, like, go off TV for a couple months uh, to make yeah, a Yeah, I mean, I could... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I could see it. I could see him getting a lot of heat... Like, I guess, kayfabe injuring John Cena, I feel like that would get his heat up a ton. That's true. they're trying to build him as, like, the next big heel for, um, for what's it called? Uh, like, for SmackDown, they're trying to make him, like, the main event heel, like, right. next to Kevin Owens. Um, so if they want to do that, I feel like they need to, I feel like giving them, like, a real dirty win, either a dirty win over John Cena, um would probably get his heat up more than losing, but right. Yeah, I, I, I still don't know. I, feel, I have like this gut feeling that John Cena is going to win. I feel like maybe he'll win. And then there's like a huge post-match beat down. Cause I feel like that's more Baron Corbin speed. That's very true too. He'll try to beat Cena to look good. And then Cena will beat him and then he'll beat Cena down at the end of the match. And I, I think it'd be smart if he's going off for a little while to kayfabe injure him because then it really looks like Baron Corbin is this big bad guy that they're trying to make him seem like. Yeah. And I think that makes a lot of sense because his like his character is kind of pouty almost. Yeah. Like that. When he loses, he just, he just attacks people anyway. Right. I think every match that I've seen him lose in the past, like, like, Every match that jumps out of my head with him losing, he beats the person down at the end. Right. So I could see that. Like he did with Sami Zayn. Um, I, I'm pretty sure Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, it's a pretty pretty common occurrence. Right. Uh, um, But yeah, I feel like this is going to be a very similar match to Orton and Rusev. I feel like this one's going to be better because John Cena doesn't really put on bad matches in my opinion anymore. Like once I, once I like, once you lose the whole like snarky, like, Oh, John Cena sucks. Like 
mindset. I feel like if you really pay attention, like every match he really does, he does a killer match. Exactly. And and that's that's how I feel about it too. Like the Orton Rusev thing I think is just kind of gonna kinda of be like a ten or twelve minute RKO and done. And like a Cena, right. a Cena match is kind of like that, but I I think Cena and Corbin will be like you said similar but better. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be another one that's just random one offers just to put John Cena in a match, right? Um, and keep Mister Money in the Bank relative because there really wasn't a match for him aside from that, right? All right, so I'm going to go ahead and hop into our next one. Um, so our next match that we're going to be talking about is what we like to call the Battle of the Big, <laughs> which is Big Show versus Big Cass with Enzo Amore hanging over a head with inside of a shark cage. So automat- I, I'm just going to go ahead and put this out there that I think the shark cage match is the stupidest stipulation. Yeah. Like I think yeah. the Punjabi prison <laughs> is better than the stupid shark cage yeah the only thing worse than a shark cage match is a kendo stick on a pole match (laughs) yeah that's like the match that should not be spoken of (laughs) that match was so bad (laughs) but yeah but yeah this is yeah i think it's the dumbest stipulation i think it's ridiculous that they're trying to sell us that enzo is responsible for Cass losing to Big Show when, like, Cass ate Enzo alive twice. On I know TV. he literally straight up murders him every so. <laughs> time that he gets like close to him, or any time that he gets Enzo one on one. He literally straight up murders him. Yeah, so I I think it's kind of goofy that he's in the shark cage as if he is really supposed to be capable of doing anything to Cass. I know. Um. And also, I mean, the I don't really know what's going on with Gallows and Anderson all of a sudden being with Cass. But, um, yeah, I didn't get that. That was really, yeah, like, out of the blue. Yeah, it was like, totally random. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on with that. Um, yeah, I hope they don't show up on, on Sunday. I really hope they don't. Yeah, that's a weird thing because I yeah. Gallows and Anderson have been treated in a goofy way ever since they came to WWE, and if they're going to start all of a sudden – being best friends with Big Cass, then that's going to just be really weird. I really don't like that as a stable. Honestly, I do not like that at all. Yeah, me neither. I I hope that's not like a continuous thing, but Big Cass is 99% going to win this match. So real quick, I'm just going to go ahead and interject. Um, I'll let you repeat your last thing, but I'm just going to say so everyone knows out there, we're recording this after the go-home Raw so things could change on SmackDown, and we're not going to talk about it because we obviously don't know what's going to happen tomorrow night, but we wanted to go ahead and record something and get it out there before Sunday so people could listen to it before we um, get to the whole, like, no time to release a podcast before with predictions before SummerSlam. So go ahead and say your last point again because I'm pretty sure I was talking over you the whole time. I think you said that you were... Um, <laughs> You think Big Cass is going to win it, which I completely agree. There's no reason why Big Show should win this. Right. And that's the thing is I I have little to no interest in Big Cass's singles run right now. But if you're going to push him, he's not going to lose his first big singles feud. 
So right, he, you know, they did the whole ambushing Big Show, hurting his hand thing. So yeah, it, I just feel like it only makes sense that Big Cass is gonna beat him. Yeah, I agree too. See, my thing is, I don't know. I feel like this is a long shot, but this is my ideal world. Like, what would happen is I feel like I wish, you know, me and you were talking about how we think Big Cass has suffered really badly since they broke up, since Enzo and Cass broke up, and then Enzo Amore is also, like, he looks like he's just a little rag doll that you can just get wet and he gets hurt. Yeah. Like, he, he looks like if you look at him, you're going to hurt him. So I feel like what they need to do is, like, swerve. I feel like this would be a great swerve if they turned Enzo Amore heel with Big Cass and made him his mouthpiece again. Because I feel like that would just benefit both of them. Like, Enzo Amore, you can, you can, you'll see, he can sell you on anything. He's one of the best promo guys in all of WWE, honestly, in all of, almost all of wrestling. Right. He's just such a good promo off the top of the head guy. And I feel like if you put him with a big cast, who big cast can't talk. He's big. He can do the really epic looking big boots. He can, you know, he can do the big guy stuff. But he's not going to be the next big talker. Right. So I feel like if you put them together again, I feel like it's going to make it all better. And I mean, yeah, turn him heel. We don't have, well, we probably do have enough heel tag teams honestly like i can think of more heel tag teams on raw than i can i mean i think the only face one right now is um the hardys yeah the only serious face one anyway because i mean you could say like heath slater and rhino i guess but yeah i mean but they you know the only time they're ever out is when they're doing like the tear apart like main events between (laughs) the four-way like you see oh i forgot that like like, oh, that's right, they're here. Yeah, just to hold Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman apart. That's their only yeah, job exactly. on Raw. Right. But yeah, so I don't know. I like I would I kinda would enjoy seeing an Enzo and Cass heel turn. I think it would be really interesting. Mm-hmm. But I also just don't know like yeah. for the lands Oh, I guess if you want to say like um the mini shield I guess is kind of oh yeah that's I guess true their face but they're so brand new I don't know if like I don't know if they're gonna maintain the whole shield mini shield reunion going on but right we'll um but yeah I think my like we said I think our most likely outcome is gonna be big cast winning because he kind of needs the push to be the next big guy if he's gonna be the guy that replaces Big Show in the next couple of years. Is like that big person, yeah. Like they need to, he needs to win. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So the next match we got is um, Akira Tozawa and Neville. So I was I'm not gonna lie, I did not see that coming. Where he like when he hit the the die like the top rope senton bomb. Yeah. And beat Neville. I was so shocked. Yeah, I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> because that was I know, just, like, I mean, that that was like next level surprising to me. Because, I mean, we just, uh, when we recorded the first episode, um, whenever that was, two weeks ago, um, yeah. 
we were just discussing who's going to beat Neville and, you know, how long is Neville just going to hold the title forever? Um, and just out of nowhere, I mean, totally out of the blue, it just uh, didn't even wait for SummerSlam. Just, right. just, just had Neville drop the title on Raw. Right. So I mean, that's crazy. My thing is, I think I, so. I really enjoyed Raw. I thought it was. I mean, it made Raw a really good go home show because of them having two SummerSlam matches on the just the Raw. Right. But I don't know. I feel like they should have saved Tazawa getting the title from Neville for SummerSlam. I feel like it's gonna be like. If Neville wins it back, it's just going to be like, oh, well, he's just going to hold it a long time again. But if Tazawa retains, it's like, I mean, you don't get the big pop of a Brook- of like the Brooklyn Brooklyn crowd being like, like super excited because someone finally beat Neville. Right. And that's the thing is with it makes me wonder if there's like something weird brewing, you know, in the cruiserweight division. Yeah. Like if they have some weird idea. And then maybe they made some last-minute decision that we're going to have Neville drop the title on Raw. And I don't know. You know, some I, I was reading online trying to make some sense out of it, and some people think it's because Neville is maybe going to start competing with the rest of the main roster. But um, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know if that's the case. But I, w- I would love to see that. But I don't know if that's the direction they're moving quite yet. Um, but it'll be interesting. Because I, d- I don't know really what's going to happen in that match. Because as, as much as part of me wants to say um, Neville could just win the title right back and go on another long title run and he'll look even better than... Um, it's like another part of me is saying, well, they just put the title on Akira Tozawa. If he just loses it right back, then it didn't even mean anything for him to win it on a random Raw. Yeah, I mean, it'd be the same way with what happened with the Raw women's title when it was just getting passed back and forth between Charlotte and Sasha Banks. Right. It, it kind of like devalutizes de- yeah, the, um, the title. Mm-hmm. I get no devalues would be the right word. Man, I cannot go through one <laughs> podcast without like screwing up a word and then like having to sit here and stare at a wall and be like, "Oh wait, no, that's not the right word." It's okay. I knew what you meant. So yeah, I mean maybe <laughs> maybe one day in a podcast I won't sit here and stumble over one word. <laughs> Words are hard. Um, but yeah, I feel like I don't know. I I really like. First of all, I really like. Titus worldwide like that is me too so funny <laughs> like i'm literally i'm very highly considering getting a titus worldwide shirt just because it's got him doing like the uh the dog bark pose on it yeah <laughs> it's i that i i love it it's really funny and it's like kind yeah. of brought an interesting storyline to 205 live which is something that we talk about a lot um right i mean i feel like bringing Titus in as almost a manager. He's a good talker. Like, that's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a huge Titus O'Neil fan in the ring just because, you know, I just, like, don't really care. He's just another big guy. Right. Um, but, like, I feel like him... I mean, you know, he was good when he was in the primetime players with Darren Young. 
and they were a good tag team. But I think he's got such a good, like, he's a good manager position, especially because Tazawa can't speak English very well. I feel like Titus, like, makes, he's such a good, like, you know, he's a really good manager for um, Tazawa. Yeah, I agree. It's it's a nice little match, and um, and you know, in terms of what's actually gonna happen in that match, I really don't know. Um, right, me either. I re- it's totally I could flip a coin. I don't know if Neville's gonna get the title back or not. Part of me I says hope they he had. doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it's it'll kind of make things more interesting if he doesn't in a way because then that'll make me think they are doing something else with Neville, um, which would be interesting to see because he's almost done everything he can in two hundred five live, and it's only been uh, seven months or whatever. Yeah, like he hasn't been in he hasn't been in two hundred five live long. Um, but I don't know. I don't want to like lose another tie, like r- lose a cruiserweight for the division because I feel like they're starting. to, you know? I've been watching two hundred five live more often. You know, I feel like it's really starting to pick up. If they would just do two hundred five live matches on Raw, then we would be talking. Yeah. Um, but like, see, that was like really good title match, and it was on Raw. So like, I feel like that's what should be every week, something like that. That made me really excited. Like. Like, I'm really excited to watch the celebration tomorrow on 205 Live, like the Titus Worldwide celebration for Tozawa. Like, I'm really excited to watch that tomorrow. So I feel like that's what they need to do. But that's another story for another podcast where we talk about cruiserweights. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I think Tozawa is going to retain. I feel like they could put him in a really good um, feud with some of the other guys on the, the roster because he's a really good wrestler. Um, but yeah. I feel like, you know... My ideal right now would be Cedric Alexander holding that title because the dude is insane. Him or Noam Dar because yeah. they're just so good. But I feel like if Tozawa holds it, he can start having matches with all the guys that should be bringing, like, should be getting all this main attention because they're so good. Right, and that's the thing. is It's almost sort of a uh, a transition because Neville having the title so long really and defending the title like every single uh pay-per-view that uh raw was on um made the title important you know made it made it feel like it has prestige and everything so now that tozawa has it it almost sort of opens the gate back up to people who either already had a crack at neville or didn't quite make it to have a shot at him so it'll be interesting to see like if people like Noam Dar and Cedric Alexander finally get like an actual title shot right yeah I mean like I feel like they should start defending it on TV more often I feel like yeah. they should you know like I said put the matches that are like what happened tonight put them more so on Raw instead of just you gotta wait till 205 Live to see it because you know I watched some really good matches on 205 Live. Like, I've been enjoying watching 205 Live. So, I feel like if they do this, like what I've been saying, I feel like this could be a really good turning point for the title. Um, but we'll see. 
I, st- I think, yeah, I think Tazawa's going to take it home. Um, and then yeah. Neville will either go and face people on the main roster, like the main part of the roster, or he'll just, um, I think he'll just, I don't know, I think he'll probably just stay in the cruiserweights and kind of just put on good matches. Because the more good matches you have, the better and better. And if you have guys like Neville who can make other guys look fantastic. Exactly. Then, so I think it would be worth it to keep him in the t- in the um, cruiserweight division. Yeah, it'll be interesting but, to see. I think Tozawa probably wins it also. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize how sick his diving senton is until tonight. Like, yeah. He, it looks so good. <laughs> yeah, it really does. It's really so cool. if he hits another one of those, then I think he's good. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so moving on from that, next we have uh, Cesaro and Sheamus versus what we like to affectionately call the mini shield, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. So who do you got? I think uh, I think the mini shield's going to win the titles. I think so, too. I think that, um, I don't know, I really like Cesaro and Sheamus as a tag team. They've been really killing it. Like, I think it was a really smart idea to put them together, but... I don't know, I just feel like you put two really big main event stars, like two former world champions in the same tag team, and you saw how big of the pop they got, the big the pop was that they got on yeah. <laughs> Raw. And like, I mean, they they knew that it was going to be like that, you know. And they yeah. and they they have to know that when they're when they're booking this. Right, so that's definitely why I think I think that'll I think the shield the mini shield is gonna take it. I think they're gonna you know now that they're finally reconnecting and everything. I think they're gonna take it and hold it for a little while, um, and kind of like tease at a like a Roman Reigns reunion. Especially if he if he wins the the Universal Champion, I feel like they're gonna really tease putting the shield back together. Yeah, I I don't know how long they're gonna drag out um, the Roman Reigns. Like you said, I think they'll probably tease it a bunch before it actually happens. Same way that they've kind of done with Dean and Seth. Right. Um, But it'll be really interesting. I I could see them not beating Cesaro and Sheamus at SummerSlam and then drawing it out another month to um yeah, no no mercy and winning the tag belts there but i right. part my gut just tells me that they're going to go ahead and put the titles on them right now right because it I would mean, be a big moment the only other moment. thing yeah i mean the only other thing that i could think that they would possibly do with them um I don't know. This is like a really big shot in the dark, but I feel like they could have like a miscommunication between them and like they get in this big argument and have like a feud. I don't know. I feel like I kind of have like a hunch that they could possibly do that. But I also think WWE is like, no, we're going to get this like little shield reunion going on. And so I definitely think that they're going to take it. Um, I think it'll probably be, it'll probably be a good match. Um, but I'm just, I just know that I'm pretty sure the, the mini shield will take it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it should be a really good match because Cesaro and Sheamus have been putting on nothing but amazing matches, uh, right. over I the mean, last few months. Fantastic workers. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like 
I don't know. I'm. I didn't expect this to be a match, so I don't really know how my like what my like. Obviously, I assumed eventually it would be a match, but I didn't expect it to be. You know, I feel like these la this last week they're like crap. SummerSlam's next week. We got to get them together. Um, instead of like naturally over time. I don't know. I just right. I don't. I'm not like the hugest fan of this match, but I think. I mean, I think regardless, it'll be a pretty solid match. Yeah, right, I agree. So let's go ahead and move on to the next one. So the next match that we have is Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Title. Who do you have? I I feel like Sasha is probably gonna win it. Um, if it if it had been Bailey, and mm-hmm. she hadn't been injured, then I would say one hundred percent Bailey is gonna win it, and then it's gonna set up Sasha and Bailey. But. Yeah. But now that the injury has happened, I'm not quite as sure. But I still I feel like they're gonna do the same thing, set up the same feud ultimately, and have Sasha win the title from Alexa Bliss. All right, so I think this is our first one that we're gonna be different on. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like Alexa Bliss is gonna keep it. I don't know. I just feel like this. I don't feel. I feel like Sasha taking it now just wouldn't. Like it does make sense a little bit, but I just like I don't feel like it's enough of a storyline for me to like really want Sasha to win it. You know what I mean? Like obviously she's fantastic and she's super over as a face, but yeah. I just feel like Alexa Bliss could hold it. And I think I don't know. I just feel like that'd be a good one for her to for her to hold. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's you know as far as what I want to happen. I I still think Alexa Bliss is like at her peak um of just being a really amazing champion because she's a, an amazing talker. She does really cool stuff in the ring. Right. And she just I don't know, she she has a really good vibe as a champion. Yeah, um, she's she's very champion esque. Like, right? She's very similar to Charlotte. How they just seem like a champion, right? And like, it's they're um, the talkers, they're the workers. They can do it all. So mm-hmm. I, I, that's kind of why I feel like she should maintain it. And I don't know. I maintain. I guess retain would be the right word. Retain it. Um, tripped up of another one. <laughs> um, but I feel like, yeah, I feel like she should hold it. Um, I would like to see, let's see, I'd probably like to see Nia take it and then kind of have like that monster run with it. I think that'd be really cool. That could be good too. And that was yeah, what I was hoping. I was kind of hoping that she would win the, the triple threat matches. Yeah. I originally thought, um, when they did the whole bit with Alexa and Nia becoming best friends, I was like, well, this is obviously going to lead to, Naya taking the title from her, but it hasn't happened yet, and it's been like what three three months or something of that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't I know. guess my other th- my other thing with the match is like Sasha Banks has been involved in so many title matches, and like yeah, I, don't know, I just she's been the t- the women's champion a bunch, and there's so many women on the roster. Like, like you know, like tonight, the really good match between Emma and Mickey James. Like, I feel like one of them would be a fantastic um, women's champion. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wish that they would have swerved it a little bit and made it, like, a new interesting kind of matchup. 
you know? I mean, right. this is going to be the best women's match on the card. Like, like the SmackDown one is going to be Stinker City. Yeah, like, definitely. I'm not, I'm, I know that this match is going to be better, but I just wish that... I think Alexa Bliss is such a good worker that she could have put, you know... One, like, Mickey James would have been a really good match or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And my my thing with this, too, is it's kind of a stale i'm I, like sasha's kind of stale to me right now i agree um yeah. just her, her character really hasn't done much other than be bailey's cheerleader and right. yeah. like in the ring obviously she's amazing she always is but and like you said i mean she's still super over like she still gets cheered uh, louder than most other women on the roster, but I don't know. Just relatively speaking, to how when she was having her feud with Charlotte, Sasha was red hot, and yeah. now it's like she's just really cooled off, in my opinion. And um, yeah, I think it's just it's oversaturation, just, honestly. Yeah, and it may be, you know, like like you said, with all the title matches, maybe it was just seeing Sasha in a title match on every pay-per-view for God, almost a year. Um, yeah, they had a lot of matches back and forth between each other, and I was just like, you know, it, sh- it was just super-duper. Like, by the time they got done, I didn't want to see Sasha in the title picture for quite some time. Right, and she took a little time off from it, but... I just don't think um you know like I said I kind of part of I I kind of think she's going to win it but I really am not that interested in a Sasha Banks title run right now. So if Alexa retains, I will definitely be okay with that cuz I love her as champion. Yeah, I just feel like I I could see where you're coming from with them keeping it on Sasha Banks cuz it's a safe bet to put it on Sasha or putting it on Sasha Banks. Because um, it's kind of safe because she's super over. You see people with like the legit boss shirt, the glasses. So yeah. I think it'd be like it would be safe for them to put it on her, and that's why I think they did this at SummerSlam. But I would really like to see, you know, one of the women who don't get to shine very often, but are super good wrestlers. Like I just want to see them come to the forefront instead of the same old, same old three people in the title picture. Yep. Yeah. So, hopefully Alexa pulls out the the victory. That would be best case scenario, I think. And then go into a feud with, like, Nia Jax or one of the other w- women. I think that would be really cool. Um, but with the rumors of a uh, women's uh, Royal Rumble coming up, too, I feel like that would be a really good way like keep her champion for a while like i could keep i could i would you know i could keep her champion till mania and i wouldn't be bored of her she's i mean like we said before like on the last episode when we were talking about her she made the most stinker of a segment (laughs) not suck that badly yeah and that's the thing is she would be like you mentioned the women's uh royal rumble potentially happening this year i am just imagining Alexa, you know, cause she's kind of in that, like the way Bobby Roode is in NXT right now. Just that, yeah. Not like a monster worker like Anaya or someone, but someone who just always finds ways to win. 
and they're just like right, they're yeah. they're just like over the top arrogant and like i think that works really well with like a royal rumble type situation because it's like i don't care who wins and then if you have someone like naya win or whatever she's like oh shit well <laughs> Maybe I do. Yeah, then she's like really stressing it and <laughs> yeah. sweating all the time. And yeah, I think yeah. that'd be a really smart, that'd be a really good way, I think, to build up a Royal Rumble. Like, if they did a women's Royal Rumble, I feel like that'd be a really cool way to like set it up. I mean, even if it's not Nia Jax, I just think it would be smart to put Bliss with other women that she can make look good. Like, we know Sasha Banks is good. We know she's a good wrestler. We know she's a pretty good talker. Mm-hmm. We know she has the like a really hard working effort. Like, like I just don't feel like we need to we de- we don't need one of these women to be put over. We need someone else. That, like we've got four or five girl like women on the roster that aren't doing much and that can be that next level of they're doing something big. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I'd love to see them do more with Emma. Yeah. I mean, I feel like with this whole Twitter campaign of give Emma a chance, I feel like that'll be a good like a lot of people like her and so i feel like she would be a good option of like you know kind of like turning her baby face a little bit with the whole like everyone getting behind her thing but then you know Mm -hmm. as soon as she wins it she goes back to the evil heel emma yeah i'd be totally down for that so i mean i think she'd shine i think she'd be so good um and then you know if they bring up say you know the iconic duo from nxt for the rumble like i mean i feel like there's just so much they could do with different women instead of just throwing the same three people in it like bailey sasha and alexa i feel like i just want to see some new matchups yeah same here and i mean obviously asuka is going to be coming very soon like we don't know we don't know whether it's going to be raw or smackdown but she's going to breathe some serious life into whichever she winds up on i kind of assume it'll be raw um, I don't know. I think SmackDown. Yeah. My opinion is SmackDown. I think she'll end up on the blue brand. Oh, really? Yeah, because I feel like, I don't know. I feel like she'd really bring a different, like, but see, with, Sa- with Charlotte over there, I don't know. You're right. It's kind of up in the air. I, 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 like, SmackDown is what pulls me towards it um, because she's not, you know, Raw's the three-hour show where they have to do promos and all this and that. And, you know, she does, like, mm-hmm. She's been doing good promos in NXT, but I don't know. I just feel like SmackDown is what I'm getting pulled towards. I could see that. Yeah. I mean, one of the only, like, I feel like the big, like, woman that they have on that brand, it was, I mean, Becky Lynch is really over with the fans and everything, but I feel like the one big woman, serious competitor they have over there is Charlotte. Right. So I feel like it would be a really good thing to bring her up to smackdown and kind of you know because raw has alexa bliss sasha banks bailey like all of them nia Jax, all of them are big could be main event women competitors yeah i feel you and so they have charlotte and becky on the other brand so i feel like they could use oscar more than raw could yeah but yeah, so before we get too uh, too much, we go on too much of a tangent. Let's go ahead and hit our next match, which is the New Day versus the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. And being 
the New Day's biggest fan in the world. I hope the New Day retains. I will do about anything for the New Day to retain. Um, I've, all I want, more than anything, is a New Day versus Fashion Police um, feud. That's all I want. Yeah, same here. I mean... That would I be f- like program of the year to me. Yeah, that would just be amazing. I feel like that would be a dream come true for everyone, and I think there's like a 0% chance New Day don't retain here. Yeah. I just, yeah. I could see the Usos with, like, I mean, like, I could see it happening where the Usos win it back, but yeah, I feel like the New Day, New Day's gonna keep it. I hope the New Day keeps it. Yeah. Um, especially with the, you know, obviously me saying Xavier's one of my favorite wrestlers, just seeing him kind of, like, get better and better and better. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, you know, I feel like they're gonna win. They've I had just, a really good, uh, program together, though. Yeah, I mean, I've really enjoyed the Usos in New Day. I feel like they've been a really good program. The rap battle was pretty funny. Um, I feel like, you know, that last match that they had, I was like, oh, it could go either way. I was, like, freaking out over who was going to win it. Yeah, that the last match where New Day won the titles was really, um, that match was nuts. Right, exactly. So... Yeah, like where Xavier Woods got his head kicked off. <laughs> um, so yeah, I feel like it's gonna be New Day's taking it. I could watch them wrestle all the time. I could watch them cut promos all the time. I don't think there's anything really boring about them. I could, they could keep the titles forever, and I'd be okay with it. They always are changing and evolving. Um, but yeah, my main reason for wanting to see the New Day keep them is because I want to see a New Day Fashion Police program more than anything. I think out of anything on raw or smackdown yeah and they're both so good individually that the um just the two of them uh together would just be perfection right exactly it would just be so funny great comedy segments and you know they're actually like tyler breeze and fandango are really good in the ring so i like it would be a really good i feel like underrated feud that they could do and I mean, if the fa- like the New Day doesn't need the push, I feel like if the Fashion Police got the titles, it would be fantastic. I would love that because they're so over now with these fashion files. That yeah. Just putting that on them, I feel like they would. They could be, you know, the New Day is not going anywhere, but I feel like they could be the next New Day. Yeah, I agree for sure. It's um, it'll be interesting to see what they do because we don't know how the whole the fashion police um yeah i guess the fashion peaks storyline is gonna like finish off so i don't know i don't know if that's gonna be something they tie off at SummerSlam, um or what's gonna happen but really interested out on smackdown tomorrow yeah really interested to see what what goes down yeah same i think it's gonna be really interesting Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we kind of said all we really can say about that. I mean, I just I hope the new day retains so we can see more. Um, so we can hopefully see a fashion police and um, new day feud because we already saw the Usos and the fashion police go at it. So I'd like to see new day with some new opponents. You know, right. All right. So next match we got is uh, Finn Balor, which now announced as of tonight is going to be the Demon King Balor versus Bray Wyatt. 
So, with this match, I if they wouldn't have done a match tonight and Finn was going to be normal Finn, I would have definitely 100% been behind Bray Wyatt as winning, like what happened tonight. But yeah. now that it's Demon Balor, it's going to be Balor. Like, he's not going to lose at SummerSlam as the Demon. Yeah, I agree. Um, it almost, It makes me wonder if, you know, this whole... Because me and you were talking about um, how surprised we were when Bray Wyatt beat Seth Rollins, and now they've had Bray Wyatt kind of building as if he might beat Finn Balor. And I'm like, now it makes sense. They're just they're making him look good, and now they're gonna feed him to <laughs> to Demon Finn to to hopefully start Finn's uh big push. push. Yeah, yeah, back back to the world title pick picture yeah i mean i i want finn to be the world the uh universal champion super badly i think he'd be like i think he would have had a great run he's got that real underdog almost um feel to him you know what i mean yeah so i kind of wish that he would have uh i kind of wish that he would have you know kept the title but you know you can't really you know do injuries um so i just yeah i feel like it's going to be demon balor whenever they bring out demon balor and they make this big thing about it like it's gonna be him winning unless they all of a sudden got super duper behind bray wyatt um which i don't really think they did um i feel like this is just gonna be a huge push to start something with uh finn balor just pushing him farther and farther probably gonna be bringing back the demon persona a lot more yeah Um, yeah i feel like it's gonna be uh, Finn Balor. It's gonna be. I, I hope it's a good match. I like Finn Balor matches in general, and I think you know when he's the demon, it's like even better. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I'm sure it's gonna be a good match. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll just kind of see how they handle it. Um, I do think, like I said, I think it's gonna be Balor winning it, but um, who knows? Maybe they have this big push for. Bray Wyatt, but I don't see it happening. I think 100% Demon Balor. Yeah, me too. I feel like it just has to be Finn with the way they're... uh, I mean, I just don't think they would bring back the whole Demon persona and have him lose. So... Right. I mean, the only times I can remember him losing was when he was in that big feud with Samoa Joe as the Demon. It's the only times I can remember... I think one time he lost as the Demon in that cage match. I think that's what it was. Yeah, it was I something don't even like remember. that. Was it? Yeah, it was something like that. He he took like a massive muscle muscle buster from the second rope, and that's why he lost. So um, I feel like they wouldn't. This isn't like a big serious feud like that where he would need to lose as the Demon King. So I just don't feel like they're gonna do it where he loses. Right. Because they want to establish that as like the cool big persona thing that he does for big matches where he is almost unbeatable exactly and it'll be interesting to see if he goes straight to the world title picture if he does win or if he you know continues to kind of slow burn because it's been a pretty slow burn for him since he uh since he came back from injury yeah it's been kind of like you know he was in that feud with elias Mm -hmm. um and that was a pretty low mid card um 
feud. So I just say I don't. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna. I think this is gonna be the big push he gets back into the main picture. Right. With whoever wins the title. Um. But yeah. So you want to go ahead and head on to the next match? Yeah. So um. Next up, we've got AJ Styles uh, defending the United States Championship against Kevin Owens with our special guest referee, Shane O'Mac. Man, so. this is going to be... I think this is going to be a really interesting match. I'm excited. I love the Styles and Owens feud. I think it's so good. They've been put on such good matches for the U.S. title. Yeah, they really have. Um, and as, as we've discussed... A bunch. It's really felt like it's brought uh, some some prestige, some relevancy, whatever you want to call it, to the U.S. title. Right. Um, it's it's just been a really good series of matches, and they've had some goofy kind of finishes at times, but but that's kind of the idea, I guess. So I feel like it's gonna pay off with a really really good match hopefully yeah, i think so too i think what i think it's gonna do is i think AJ's gonna retain um i think it's gonna be like a really good match like you know styles on pay-per-view matches are always insanely good so i think it's gonna be a really good match um i think it's gonna plant the seeds for owens and shane i agree I think that's what this match is gonna do it's going to push them to have like a some major pay-per-view um, feud. So, and I mean, I'd enjoy watching that, but I feel like that's what it's going to head towards. And I feel like Owens is going to try and push on Shane O'Mac or something. And he's going to like punch him and Styles is going to go and hit him with something. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be a match finish that involves Shane hitting Owens four styles to come in and hit a finisher to end and beat Owens. And then that'll plant the seeds for Shane and Owens. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, it's, it's got to end in some way that continues to build on that Shane, Kevin Owens thing that they have going on. I've been, yeah. I, I mean, my thought is that that will be at WrestleMania, but they've been like, so, aggressive about it that it almost makes yeah, me wonder if they'll even can, make it that yeah, far. Yeah, I don't think it's going to... I was think like, I was going to say a Mania feud, but I don't think it's going to be a Mania feud. I think it'll be maybe Royal Rumble at the latest. Yeah, because um, it's been but, building way harder and faster than AJ Styles and Shane did last year. Right. I mean, if they do pull it out till Mania, that's good for them. And I feel like they could do a really interesting, like, twist and turns with storylines. And they could do a bunch of really cool stuff with it if they waited until Mania. But I don't think they will. Yeah, I'm, I'm really not sure on when exactly that match will happen. But, um, but I think one way or another, AJ Styles is going to retain. Yeah, I feel like he, I mean, if he does what Cena did with, like, the open challenge, like he was saying he was going to do, that's going to, like, he, like, putting him, I think Styles is, like, very similar to John Cena in the U.S. title role. As in, like, everyone knows he's fantastic. He doesn't need to prove himself. 
but what he's doing is getting other people over because he's so good and he's done so much already. Like he's so good. Like I feel like he's just getting more and more people over, you know? Right. So, um, but like a side note that I just kind of thought of, like I kind of want styles. I was thinking about like, what has he done since he's been here and he's already won the title. He's basically like, you know, the face that runs the place um, he's super well known for always putting on good matches. So I think this is super early, but I think my prediction for winning the Royal Rumble would be AJ Styles. Personally. Ooh. Um, around the Royal Rumble time this past year, I would have said. Sami Zayn probably uh, this year um, and I still feel like he's somebody that'll be right there in contention for it AJ Styles winning it would be really cool too he definitely deserves it yeah and I feel like um, with the whole I mean we'll get into it with the next um, the next match that we're going to talk about but if Shinsuke Nakamura holds that title and you like until Mania I feel like such a good match would be Styles, Shinsuke, main event, because like like you know the Royal Rumble winner gets the main event of Mania, so I feel like mm-hmm. that would be such a perfect way to do that feud. Yeah, it would be amazing. Yeah, like um, I I would love that. So I guess that kind of transitions into the next match already, um, because yeah. I think we've kind of said everything we can say about Styles and Owens. Yeah, we went on a little tangent about him want, wanting me, me wanting him to win the Royal Rumble. So I think it's about time to move to the next one. Um, so next we got Jinder Mahal with the Singh brothers versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE title. So I think it's going to be Shinsuke. I'm excited to see what happens to the Singh bros. Just because I'm excited to see them like get killed again some way. It's so great just watching yeah. them. Like, they are the best at taking the spots where they literally look like they die at the end of the spot. Yeah, I mean they've they uh they like have paid a pretty heavy price for their new uh, TV time ever since I know, they've they're come like up. committed to that TV time. Yeah, <laughs> like we're on TV, but we're getting thrown off of the Punjabi prison through tables and. Uh, oh yeah, that was honestly the best spot of that match. Yeah. Honestly, like I watched those matches just to see what is gonna happen to the Singh brothers. Or when Randy just dropped them right on their head on the announce table. <laughs> exactly. Like it's been so. F- it's been such an interesting, like oh, so much man. fun to just watch them. Yeah, I mean they can they can take some bumps with the best of them. Oh yeah, um, they so, can definitely do that. So it'll be fun to see if they both get Kinshasa's um, come Sunday. I know. Well, hopefully, my so as we kind of got into earlier, I don't want Baron Corbin to cash in here. Hopefully. He, like, teases it and kind of, like, makes us think he's going to, but then he's like, nah, I'll do it later. Because I just want Shinsuke to stay champion for a second at least. (laughs) Yeah. Do it at another pay-per-view and have him, like, get, like, I don't know. 
I don't really want Baron Corbin as the champion, to be 100% honest, but yeah. I mean, you know he's going to win it. I mean, that's almost the guaranteed he's going to win it if he's got money in the bank. So, unfortunately, we'll get a Baron Corbin championship run. But for now, I hope it's just Shinsuke. I feel bad that Jinder's not going to keep it. They're finally hindering Jinder. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's going to be Shinsuke. It'll. I don't. I don't think it's going to be a fantastic match. Obviously, Shinsuke can put on a good match, but I mean, I don't think it's going to be terrible. But I don't think it's going to be like something to write home about. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling the same way about it. Um, I don't see this as being like a match of the year type of match or anything. Yeah, it's um, just going to be an easy title change. I think. Right. Um, I think some. Some weirdness will happen with the Singh brothers, as it always does. But they're going to get wrecked. Yeah, and then Shinsuke will probably kill them. And then, um, I, I mean, I just feel like they've protected the Kinshasa so well that he's just going to, I mean, when he hits that, it's going to be lights out. If it pinned John yeah, Cena, one, two, three, like no questions asked, then they're not going to have it be any different for gender who they haven't right, even exactly. made look good really right he's just kind of been champion just to be champion yeah so so yeah so i think i mean it'll be a good match um but i'm just more interested to see what happens at the end to see if what like if we get a cash in or not yeah me too like like we were saying ideally I think both of us want Carmella to cash in and Baron Corbin not to cash in at SummerSlam. Right, so hopefully, but, um, hopefully that's what we get. But we'll see. I think the Baron Corbin cash in at SummerSlam would have made more sense if it had been Cena. Um, yeah. I don't know. Just I for agree. Just for some reason, I would have felt better about that if, like, Cena was, right. like had the STF in or had just hit an AA or something and was seconds away from winning his 17th world title and then Baron Corbin just comes out of nowhere and hits him with the end of days. That Right, exactly. I feel like that would make a lot more sense than, than what's the current situation if he cashes in. Right. Because, I mean, if you just... Uh, if you have Shinsuke get that close, or if you have him win the title, and then Baron Corbin just immediately take it away, it's just gonna piss everyone off, and it's gonna be like a right. like a Daniel Bryan thing where he wins the title right. and immediately loses it. Yeah, that's the only thing I fear is that they're gonna try and get massive heat on. Uh, yeah, on me too. Baron Corbin. That's the only thing I'm scared of is that they want to get a ton of heat on him. So that would be the best way to do it, is to take it away from Shinsuke Nakamura at, at SummerSlam after he won it. Yeah. But we'll just have to see. Hopefully, you know, I know I'm, I have a really good hunch that he's going to win it. Um, so we'll see how, how that comes on uh, Sunday. All right. So now it's time to get into the main event. So we have the fatal four-way match for the universal title between Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, Samoa Joe, and Brock Lesnar. So, who do you have? I think uh, it's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, th- 
this one is so tough to call because I could really see it going to any four of the, any one of the four. Um, right. I mean, so I guess in my opinion, I think the least likely is going to be um, Lesnar. I think that's the least likely who's going to take it. To be a hundred percent honest, I think he's gonna. I think he's starting to do the whole looking at UFC again, um, especially going back into the drug pool test, like the drug testing pool. Right. Um, I feel like he's not going to take it. And if he loses it, it gives him it, you know, basically Paul Heyman's already written him off TV for the next couple months. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's not going to take it because, you know, they're making this big point about how someone else could pin uh, someone else and Brock Lesnar doesn't even have to be involved in order to lose. Yeah, I feel so. like anytime there's something with a stipulation where they continually emphasize something on TV, there's always a reason for it. Right. And I mean, this is similar that they're constantly saying he doesn't even have to be involved in the decision, which tells me he probably yeah. won't. He's not going to be involved yeah, in the Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think, let's see, who I want to win it would be Braun Strowman, just because, like we were saying on the last podcast, everything about him is hilarious, <laughs> he's entertaining, I just feel like he would be a great champion at this point, which is funny, because a year ago today, like, a, a year ago from now, we would we would be laughing at ourselves for saying that we think Braun Strowman would be a good champion. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think... I don't know. I I don't want Roman to win it just because I don't think it's like I don't really think it makes sense. I don't really care if he for him to win it. Um the only thing I would like to see is if he won it in a very heelish tactic and went full blown heel. Um but I feel like the the heel turn for Roman Reigns is like the John Cena heel turn myth. It's never gonna happen. They're just gonna keep trying to push him. Right. Um, the only good things I could see coming out of this is John Cena facing Roman Reigns for the title or um, them doing like a shield reunion honestly like with them all having gold there's only two positives I could see out of that um, I do kind of feel like WWE would do that and put the title back on Roman um, but just 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 because they're holding it till the very end I'm just going to say Braun Strowman I'm going to go with my gut I hope he wins it might not, um, but I'm going to say Braun Strowman is my pick for winning. I've actually, um, originally mine was Roman. Um, yeah. But I've kind of just on some stuff that I've listened to lately, I almost feel like a major swerve is coming. I do. So that's why I said, but that's why I said Strowman. I was like, you know, Roman Reigns seems like the obvious candidate. But they're keeping it under such safe watch that I feel like it's not going to be obvious at all. They're making sure nobody knows who's winning this. The only right. person that knows besides management is Brock Lesnar because it's a part of his contract. Right. So I honestly feel like it's going to be a huge turn, like a huge swerve. Yeah. And we're going to get something very interesting out of this. I actually, um, I'm going to say that Brock keeps it. Yeah. You think Brock's going to keep it? Yeah, and because I think that would be the biggest swerve of all, that they've played up this yeah. UFC storyline so hard, and that he is going to do that. But I think um, 
like he's been on WWE TV while training for a fight in the past. So I don't think it's yeah. totally out of the question. Um, yeah. So I, I could see them doing that just to totally swerve everyone and say, you know, just because we made this stipulation doesn't mean it's actually going to happen. Right. So, yeah. And that would get I me. Mean, they could, I mean, they could totally. Because I could totally see them doing a swerve. Yeah. I could agree. I agree. But, but I still think it's going to be Braun Strowman, personally. I, I, oh my God, I want him to, I want to hear I'm not finished with you again. I want to <laughs> hear, I want him to have everything. He's so funny. He's so great. He just, I love that he, like, he knows the campiness of wrestling. Right. And that's why I think I would think he'd be a fantastic champion. He would just be like the monster that wrecks people. Yeah. I mean, I would be floored if Braun won the match like it would yeah that would be awesome oh um, i would lose it if he won it <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and predict it and hope that he wins <laughs> and that way if he does i'll like give childbirth or something <laughs> it's just i I'm, I'm pretty excited for this match i think it's gonna Me be too. really interesting to watch yeah i mean it's one of those things where they've they've done a pretty good job building it because um, with the with the Samoa Joe uh, Brock Lesnar match at Great Balls of Fire, it was sort of similar. Um, because it, they they did a good job of just selling that these two guys just wanted to tear each other apart. Um, right, and they make it seem like it could be anybody's game. Just because it's Lesnar and he's like impossible to beat, doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it's out of question that say Samoa Joe wins it or like someone else is going to win it like with that feud in particular like I could have seen I could have seen Samoa Joe walk out as the champion yeah and it's um they've done a great job with this match of of really selling everyone on the fact that it could be any one of the four and I really think it could be exactly there's so many different ways they could do it so I think it's so you're going to go with Lesnar and I'm going to go with Strowman. Yeah. I think it's going to be a really good match. It's going to set up a really cool feud with whoever it is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Honestly, I think it's going to be really cool. All right. Well, I think that about wraps up our uh, our conversation and our predictions about SummerSlam. So we'll uh, definitely be looking forward to it. And so this will go up this week and then the next week or next week or two we'll be uh recording some more for you guys and we'll be uh releasing those and hopefully making this a more very regular thing got anything else to add before we go jeffrey uh not really off the top of my head um stoked for SummerSlam. stoked for takeover um oh yeah stoked for Takeover's adam cole be awesome being an nxt i hope we get it if if we get an Adam Cole baby uh, appearance, I'm I'm golden. I love Adam Cole. Yeah, I mean, just just with him being here in America now, pretty much in America. I say that like he wasn't already here, but in uh, a <laughs> at the performance center, in, like the big leagues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, with him being like at the performance center, pretty much now. Um. It almost makes you feel like it has to be either takeover or right after takeover. So, 
Exactly. So that's just that'll be more stuff for us to talk about soon. For sure. All right. So do you want to plug anything? Uh, I got nothing to plug right now, but how about just, you? Just uh, just so just where can people find you on social media? I am at Jaff Please J A F P L S on Twitter, which is pretty much the only social media that I actually use. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you can find me at Sup Nick Parsons on Twitter and the Nick Parsons on uh, Instagram. I don't have an ego problem, I promise. <laughs> um, still working on the, the latest Mad Cool record. Um, you guys can check that out again. I'll shamelessly plug that every week where you guys can check it out on uh, madcool.bandcamp.com or on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, about anything you can find um, that you can find music on. And also to announce that me and Jeffrey and another one of our friends have got a little band going on that we will uh, hopefully be announcing pretty soon with some music. Stoked. Stoked to be uh, working on some stuff again, for sure. Stoked to be ripping the gigs. (laughs) Always. All right, dude. Well, until next time, we will catch you guys later. All right. I'll see you, dude. All right. See you. Peace, homies.